Folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show that's all about having fun right here on Cape Cod, the most beautiful place on earth. I'm Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. Sherry is here. Hey. And Greg is here. Hi. We're all lucky to be here because, folks, we have an absolutely beautiful September weekend coming up, the kind of weather you dream about. Let's take a look at the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast, shall we? For Friday, mostly sunny with a high near 73. Saturday, sunny with a high near 74. And Sunday, sunny with a high near 76. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. Let's check the tides for you. Looks like we have some afternoon high tides on Cape Cod. Friday around 3.30 and then 4.30 Saturday after around 5 o'clock or so on Sunday. And, Mung, what the heck does that mean? It means I need to get into the ocean immediately or else all hell is going to break loose. You haven't been swimming in a while. Something's awry. Oh, yeah. Uh, my really? face looks on? My face looks peaked and wan. I feel like the Wicked Witch of the West when they threw a bucket of water on her. I'm melting because I haven't been in the ocean for 10 days and I'm wasting away and I can't handle it. So this weekend, I can't wait to go. Now, that's highly unlike oh you. Goodness. Didn't you coin the phrase? It was about clouds and beaches and sun. What was that phrase? again? Oh, that's right. That's right. The beach doesn't know that it's cloudy. Whoa. That's, that's the phrase of the summer, and it deep. has been... It absolutely deep. was. It has been uh, kind of crummy weather recently, but, you know, a lot of things have happened with Mung's personal life and the weather. I just what? haven't been able to, to go to the beach, even though I probably would go in the clouds. So I'm looking for a nice sunny day when it's not in the 80s. What happened in your personal life, Mung? Can you share? Um, no, no. I'm just having construction problems at the Mung house. <laughs> the Mung abode? The Mung abode needs some work. The Mung nest? Yeah, and the Mung's bank account is not wanting to to facilitate this work. Poor Mung, but you'd think oh. under that kind of stress, the beach would be the place you'd go, because that's where we all go to let some steam just yeah, evaporate. the beach doesn't know that your oh, bank account's yeah. not happy. <laughs> to get you know? things back together. <laughs> that's why I'm looking forward to this weekend, yes. It's Escapism be nice. at its best. Get out there and get your brain back together. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. cow, Mung, we're deeply concerned, slightly Thanks. anyway, that's right. Uh, this brings us to our topic, which I guess is perfect, uh, because, Mung, you suggested this earlier. Here we are in September, the chance to roam across the Great Peninsula and go to any beach we'd like. No sticker required. No stinking sticker. And the freedom is intoxicating. But where? There's parking. Where should we go? We can park backwards, sideways, diagonally. We, we can do anything we want. It's, it's fantastic, but... Maybe we should go to some of the beaches we know really well, some of the beaches we know the names of, some of the familiar beaches. Nah. Well, feel, what? No, that's nah. boring. What no you, way. Boring. What are you talking about? Dull. Let's call this segment Beaches You May Not Know Exist That You Should Go To in September. That's a long title. I, I forgot what we're talking about again. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the ocean. What was that? All right, I've got one. Here's a beach you probably don't know exists on the Cape. You may not have been to, and you must go, because it was one of the last ones I went to about, like, ten days ago. It's called Hen Cove. It's in Bourne, and I tell you, it did not lay an egg. 
But at uh, low tide, it smells like rotten eggs. <laughs> Hen Cove, what's that all about? Uh, Hen Cove, it seemed to be a nice, mellow beach. If you if you like, you know, you're bringing kids down, you got families, you don't want to encounter a lot of rowdy action. This seems like a good, cool beach. This is in Bourne, Buzzards Bay waters. Uh, plenty of space, it seemed, to, to walk out there. I tested the water. It was a good water temperature. And, yeah, it's a pretty good beach. That sounds okay. Maybe we should stick with the big meaty favorites. But now that I think of it, Mung, maybe you're right. I'm going to throw in one that no one knows about and takes a bit of a drive and a whole lot of courage. So we're all out. Courage? You can do it, Cherry. You, can, you drive courage. a motorcycle. Yeah. You're the one among us that has perhaps that fearless nature. That Did you say among? I said among like... Oh, among us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you woke up. All right. This is uh, at the end of Boundbrook Island Road on Boundbrook Island in Wellfleet, extreme north Wellfleet. You may be familiar with driving up there. Maybe you've gone to the Atwood Higgins house, the, the park historic house up there. It's in the pines and just down a big dirt road. It takes a long time to get there. And there's only about four parking spots, and usually they fill up in the summer. Forget about it. You never want to try. But this time of year, you can have a gigantic bayside spread unfurl before you. It is one of the most beautiful and wild spots, certainly on the bayside, maybe on all of Cape Cod. And it's the kind of place you could spend hours and hours collecting seashells, daring to go into the still warm Cape Cod Bay waters. That's Boundbrook Island Beach at the end of Boundbrook Island Road in North Wellfleet. Pay attention to this, folks. This is one of the greatest beach secrets on all of the Cape. And I have now... Do they have sharks? I'm afraid they probably do, but oh. we're not going to worry about it. This is a shark-free zone, right? <laughs> we're not going to let it bother us. <laughs> yeah, sharks don't come in September. Greg, oh, wait, no, that's not true. They're Greg, here. They're they here. Totally, well, Greg, you look a little around. leery because I know some of your favorite spots over in Dennis have been somewhat haunted by sharks recently. Uh, I'm afraid of uh, going to like new small places because of um, just I'm an afraid person and sharks. Although, actually, there is a tiny beach uh, that is across the entrance of Sisuit Harbor from Cold Storage Beach. It's called... It's called Harborview Beach. Harborview. Yes. This is usually a residence-only beach, I believe. It is, but it's really intimate. It's really small. And if you sort of ignore the fact that there might be some sharks swimming at the end of the jetty, it's a very nice place to go. How, how do you ignore that? <laughs> is it, it, does that mean you, like, swim way out? You just don't... You just don't go very far. The parking lot is sand, and it's incredibly cute, and there aren't many spaces. And this time of year, I would never go in the summer. I used to go there years ago. It was too, it was too tight, too crowded, too just, you know. Too many residents. They're all mushed together. It's so now's the perfect residents. time to go to Harborview Beach. It is. I'll chime in on this. This is one of my favorite snorkeling spots. I have on snorkeled all there myself. Cape. Eric and I did a Capecast episode where we snorkeled there and shot some underwater video. What's great is it has a jetty, so there's all sorts of life teeming around the jetty when you're underwater. Well, but wait a second. That life, <laughs> yep, yep. That life but yeah. been, what, it's been attracting sharks. That's <laughs> that is true the harbor master did warn recently that around these jetties because there's a lot of you know fishing boats in and out coming in the sharks are attracted to some of that bait and stuff and a lot of the fish that roam around there they have been seeing an increase uh, activity in great white sharks so they did recommend uh people not jump off the jetty and jump into the water and pay attention and general shark safety i can't do all those things <laughs> just Get stay really close to shore you'll be okay 
Well, I don't know. I'm going to throw another one out there. These what? are now, what's the topic again? I forgot. These are beaches you've never heard of. Beaches you've never heard of and must go to in September. That's a strong segment right there. All right, I'm going to throw out Fisher Beach in Truro, conveniently located at the end of Fisher Road. That's off Old County. And this is a delightful, beautiful, sanded beach. And there's a lovely walk out to a breakwater. And one of my favorite things about Fisher Beach in Truro is that I found a ton of beach glass there. And that adds excitement. I don't know if you guys have ever picked up like a blue piece of beach glass. You click your heels. Cobalt I mean, blue. Come on. That's a fine. Oh, that's, that's rare, that's like, Greg. That's like, ooh. That's rare glass. You, Green glass, pink glass, You blue and I glass. have talked about glass yep, and glass, glass bottles. Is rare. It's mm. best to go at like low tide if you're really going to look for glass. But otherwise, the water's clear. And unlike a lot of bay beaches, it's not really tide affected. So any tide is swimming time at Fisher Beach in Truro. Unless not- there's sharks. You know, there's no seals. <laughs> I mean, there are seals around there, but there's no big groupings of them. You know, like so where there a giant choir of seals singing, Hallelujah, come and get me sharks. You know, it's not like With that, which pads. is good. The sharks are So everywhere. I would say Fisher Beach in Truro is one of those beaches you've never heard of, of. Of what else is out there? Oh, uh, I haven't been to this beach, but back to Bourne, just because I want to say the name of it and potentially sing the song. Uh, but there's a beach down in Bourne, back to Bourne, that I want to go to. It's called Electric Avenue Beach. And just because I just want to sing the classic Eddie Grant song, Electric Avenue, we'll just say, We gonna rock down to Electric, Electric Avenue, Avenue Beach. And then we'll take it higher. (laughs) Okay. The fun has ended. That cover of Eddie Grant has ended all the fun we'll ever have. And we're very upset here on the fun show. No, that does sound pretty fun. But are you sure you're not just using the name Electric Avenue Beach because you want to say Electric Avenue? No, I confirmed it exists from the awesome Cape Cod Online Beach Guide. That's funny. That is a great beach guide. I attend uh, to that beach guide. I can say, okay, Electric Avenue in Bourne. What else we got out there? Any uh, mystery beaches? You guys going to give them up? I gave up Bombrook Island, and that's huge. I'm not giving them up. Come on, Sherry. No way. Oh, she's Here holding beach secrets. We're sharing with our friends, and you want to hold on to these beaches for your very own? Absolutely. Sherry, grab her. <laughs> oh, ow! Oh, ow! Oh, help! Oh, no! Give me a, give me a, Let me go! Let me go! <laughs> okay, looks like she's not talking, and this is a friendly show, so we'll move right on. I'll say one more here, and here's where I've seen some of the greatest September sunsets, almost just by accident. Driving home on Route 6, I say, oh my gosh, look at that sunset. I gotta get to the bayside. So I'm swirling around the Orleans Rotary, and I spit off. Patooey! toward Rock Harbor. And you think he's going to Rock Harbor. He's going. But then I fake it and take a ride on Bridge Road. And I end up at Boat Meadow Landing in East Ham at the end of Bayview Road, which is sort of the turnoff right before it goes over the bridge on Bridge Road. And all of a sudden you're, boom, right there on the beach. Beautiful low tide flats. People have their boats resting. And then if the sun is doing that orange thing, Unbelievable! You can walk all the way to the left around the corner and have a nice maybe three-quarter mile stroll right down to Rock Harbor. 
And that giant rock that sits out there, I don't know if you guys have seen that, that is one mega glacial erratic that sits out there to the right of Rock Harbor. So I'd say Boat Meadow Landing in East Ham, that would be pretty extreme southeast Ham at the end of Bayview Road, a wicked good sunset venue and conveniently located off of Route 6. (laughs) Anyone else? Well, I think we've educated and delighted people around the world with that segment, Mung. I'm glad you thought of that. We're all very happy now. The fun is rolling on. Mm -hmm. And we continue with a water-related subject here that is ripening like a plum on a tree, and you need to act before the fruit hits the ground and rots. You look quizzical, Greg. Huh? We're talking about waterfront dining on Cape Cod, Greg. Mmm. I mean, it's nice now. We're going to have a beautiful weekend on Cape Mm. Cod. But they are finite now, my friend Greg. There are less of these beautiful weekends. And now's the time for the nosh by the wash. Waterfront dining. Let's talk about some of our favorites. Anyone want to start out? The chart room in Pocasset. Where's the chart room? Is it Pocasset? It's either North Falmouth or Pocasset. What's that all about? Right on the water. Yeah, go Good on. Good food. Yeah. I've, I've never been to the chart room. It sounds exciting. Very <laughs> nice views. Hmm. The food's good. Is it expensive, Sherry? Because if it's expensive, I can't. I can't handle. <laughs> well, it's it. not McDonald's. Expensive. I'm out. No, I'm in. <laughs> I like to eat food. Yeah. The chart room in Pocasset. Yep. Great. I love this Upper Cape love. Yeah. So I'll take you down to Woods Hole, which is probably, I think, one of the most charming villages on Cape Cod, except for the parking. Parking's parking's hard. Parking's an issue. It it's is. not so bad in September, though. It is. Ah, good point. Good point. Lots of water. You know, the scientific community. You know, lots of people walking around. All those eggheads, Greg. They make me nervous. Yeah. Anyway, two giant brains walking down the street, barely supported by spindly legs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would recommend two waterfront places in Woods Hole. One is the Captain Kid. Nice on beautiful, charming Eel Pond, which is very nice, very charming. Um, there's a part of Captain Kid that you sort of have to angle to get to, to get actually over the water, a kind of, you know, over Eel Pond. Uh, I recommend head to the back. I can see you maneuvering through the restaurant right now, Greg, with a pencil-thin mustache knocking, and a tuxedo. Knocking people over. Hello. I want that waterfront seat. Let me have that seat, my friend. Get Do away. not get in my way. Get, I am Greg. Get away from and me. And I deserve the finest choice morsels in the best libations known to man. <laughs> anyway, the second place would be the iconic. And I say iconic because it's been there since 1946, owned by the Estes family, the Landfall Restaurant. Landfall Restaurant in Woods Hole. Yes. Gorgeous, gorgeous views. I agree. You can actually keep tabs on the uh, reconstruction project over at the adjacent Steamship Authority. They're rebuilding some piers. Uh, probably has beautiful sunsets, I assume. I don't know. I can't speak about that. You've never been in Woods Hole after dark? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Yes, I have. Were you in jail? 
<laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I've never eaten at either of these two restaurants. Really? Yeah, that's strange. Mung, you're the man when it comes to restaurants on I, I eat everywhere. Do you but, need to go to but the I Captain... But I don't go, go to Woods Hole for dining hours for some reason. Well, you can also go to the Captain Kid for, like, you know, a beer. It's just a really great sort of local yeah. hangout. No, it's a really it's cool place. It, it, it's worth it. Usually my Woods Hole adventures are literally, like, two minutes in and out trying to beat the parking, uh, uh, parking attendant to go into Pie in the Sky Bakery for some of the world's best cookies, grab yeah. a couple cookies, then scoot out of the village... Without getting a ticket. That is the Woods Hole experience. You park, you put one quarter in the thing, you go to the pie in the sky, you're waiting for your puff pastry, and you look out, and you see the meter person walking down the street towards your car, and you're like, I haven't gotten my cookie. And my pop over. Just a cookie. I just want a cookie. And then you have a bag of greasy baked goods, and you're running and running. And she's writing and writing. And you get there, and you try to say, look, I was just... And she says, sorry, kid. Slapping it on your windshield. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Woods Hole. Another great place is the Pilot House and Sandwich, right on the canal. Oh, yeah. Amazing Mm. views, especially when the yachts or the tugboats come through. It's just awesome. Nice. All right, I'll throw a couple out there. We got to mention Sasuit Harbor Cafe. That's in Dennis Gregg. That's right in your backyard. And that is an amazing place. And it has four of the sweetest letters in eating history attached to it. Those would be B, Y, O, B, B Y O B. One of the few places on Cape Cod that is nice, where you can go and bring your wine or beer or whatever. Right. Your, your hooch, your, your pocketbook full of. Nip stashes is acceptable. Pocketbook full of nip stashes, Sherry. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. Oh Ooh. man! Can you bring a colada? You could bring a colada. You could bring anything you want. A daiquiri. You could bring whatever you yeah. want. That's my wheelhouse. And that's also a money saver. And mm. we're always interested on the fun show and saving some money. Plus the location at Sasuit Harbor Cafe. It you is can, gorgeous. You sit outside. You watch the boat parade coming in and out of the harbor. Uh, just lovely, and I think their lobster roll is in the top five on. I was going to say they are they are well known for their lobster roll. They are known as experts. I think they are open until October. I checked their website recently, and I have had many a fine meal there. And the ambiance is pure Cape Cod. This is a great idea because of them being open until October. That's probably about the time when it's going to start to get too cold to be sitting outside and eating. Mm. So do this in September. Mm. Well, you... the BYOB should warm you up. You ah, know? that's true. Well, <laughs> for me, I always be BY my own B everywhere I go. You just like sneak them. Oh, sneak, yeah. You know. He's it's got like, the stash. He's got the stash. I go into the fancy restaurant. I'm wearing that sort of beer drinking hard hat. <laughs> <laughs> that's not beer. <laughs> He's got the camel backpack on. Absolutely. I go into the restroom and you just people hear me gurgling. What does that noise? What does that mean? What's that strange noise? <laughs> no one wants to gurgle in the restroom of a fine restaurant. So stop it. Please stop it. I'll throw out Max on the Pier in Wellfleet, uh, a go-to spot for me. Uh, another one of those great spots that's right on the harbor, so the boat traffic is fun to watch. Uh, can get a little windy down there, but I am addicted to their tofu quesadillas 
which I think is tofu the best. Tofu quesadilla. You know, I'm not a tofu guy, Sherry. Look at me. I'm, I'm kinda, not mad at it. It's just bound never, stuff. you know, it's never it's occurred like I'm to me. a lot of protein. Tofu but, guy, huh? Yeah, tofu Whoa. guy. Don't call me that. Ooh. Don't you dare. And uh, the tofu quesadilla and their tofu burrito and their, their other Mexican items. I know it's a seafood place uh, primarily. You can get sushi there, say, yeah. which is unbelievable. You can get everything there, and it is very delicious. So Max on the Pier in Wellfleet, as we urge people to do a little waterfront dining before it freezes over and icebergs roll in as they have before. What, Mung? You seem to be wanting to say something. Oh, I just have one more to add to the list. And this is sometimes a forgotten one, but a really delicious waterfront restaurant. This is Brax in Harwich. Oh. In Harwichport. Ah, yeah, nice. beautiful uh, ocean views. You can sit outside, good food, really great ambiance at Brax. Not hard to get to from uh, from the Mid-Cape here. And uh, yeah, Sacquatucket Harbor. It overlooks Sacquatucket Harbor, which is a really bumping harbor. Uh, yeah, bumpin'. I, I did go into Brax. I haven't been in a year or two, but That's I'm itching choice. to get back. That's off Route 28 in Howitch, Brax Landing. I guess I would throw one more out there. If it's too cold and too windy, even if it is September, going to Finizzi's in Provincetown offers you an incredible perch on Provincetown Harbor inside, but with big old windows and the guarantee of heat, (laughs) 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 which is nice. All right, so we've eaten a bunch of giant meals already. I just wish there were some way we could walk it off uh, and maybe get scared at the same time. I know there's not, so we'll turn to another topic. But wait a second. Craig has something to say about a hike that's also spooky. This is a perfect hike this time of year. It's getting near Halloween. And if you want to get a little scared, you know, it's a perfect, uh, perfect walk. It's also a perfect walk to, uh, you know, as Eric says, work off some of that uh, waterfront dining food. Um, the Atlantic White Cedar Swamp. It's in Wellfleet, and it's in the seashore, and it's... <laughs> you're distracting me. I with meant those, to do the scream. <laughs> you're distracting me with those... <laughs> Is that the scream? With those noises. Oh. <laughs> That's after the gotta, waterfront I, restaurant yeah, dining. He, he be, he I got to my sound effects machine. <laughs> oh, man, all I have are these little pictures of things. I don't know. There, there it goes. That's the Atlantic Perfect. White Cedar Swamp Trail in South Wellfleet. It's this, it has a, a raised walkway. It has these twisted primordial uh, cedar trees. It just has this old, like, you know, beginning of the earth kind of feel to it. Um, and, um, oh, one story. A friend, uh, Mike and I, once decided to go in there after dark. Oh, no, because let me just set it up a little bit. You park... Out at the Marconi Overlook, which is nice, open area, you got the oh, ocean. Yeah. But then you descend a trail, a trail into the it's, forest. It's not so much the trail, no, get into the forest. But now you're going down, but once and now you you're get, enveloped by the forest. Once you get to the forest, and, and then, once you get to the walkway. Yes, by the time you get down there, you've heard a lot of crickling and crackling in the, in the underbrush, and you're already spooked, and now you're stepping into a watery wood world of boardwalks through dimness. And imagine your flashlight doing that, uh, what was the name of the movie? Uh, Blair Witch Project. Totally. Ooh. You expect some some guy to like or some some, some mm-hmm. creepy thing to jump out at you. So my friend and Mike and I, my friend Mike and I, sort of started walking, and we got more and more scared as we went along. Oh, what? And the? we basically ran the the entire walkway. <laughs> 
to get out of the swamp. We were like so terrified we're going to be set upon by some swamp thing. Well, I mean, like you see a Hulk in the distance coming at you. You turn around, there's another one. What do you do then? Do you run into the swamp? Do you jump off the boardwalk? Oh, never. I don't know. Never. That is that is probably the ultimate spook yourself. It is so terrifying. Place. But if you want to get scared, if that's your thing, if you like you know like horror movies, which I don't like, um, love them. Go there. Seriously, go at night and be a man. After you've mung. watched a horror movie, <laughs> yeah. be a man mung. Be a man mung. Oh, get I, out of I will car go to this, but I, but I will go with a group and I'll make sure walk. that I'm in the front of the group because everybody knows that the swamp monster eats the last person in the group. No, 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 no. Walk. no that's <laughs> not true. Because down there, everything's backwards, like the Coriolis effect in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> they take the first person. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm gonna have they... to go in the middle then. Stay in the middle. <laughs> You'll be safe. <laughs> All right, so that's good. Now we oh, you know, we got to talk one more thing because we're interested in true beauty here on the fun show. I and thought this, we were talking haunted walks. Oh, true beauty, haunted walks, Sherry. <laughs> it's all the same thing, isn't well, it? Well, I, the, I wanted to tell about B.B. Woods and, oh, and, and yes, Highfield the Theater. Blues singer. I love B.B. Woods. And that <laughs> Those places are haunted. B.B. Woods, what? I don't know if I would go to have you, tonight. Have you, have you been there Falmouth. after dark? Yes. What? Tell us, tell us and what I, will, and I is won't like. go there after dark again. So we're talking what? 300 acres What's it like? in Falmouth. Tons of trails, tons of woods, the Punchbowl Pond. What goes yeah. on in there? I, I don't want to know. You went there at night? Why? Because I was stupid. <laughs> I was a stupid teenager. Were you partying? Mm. Well, we thought we were. <laughs> until the they, legend of... Until we, until we saw things in the... In the Window of Highfield Theater. <gasps> oh, come on. That shouldn't have been there. What did you see? What, yeah. I can't tell you. What? <laughs> I don't it, want you to have nightmares. Was it moving? Sort of. Did it have a, a knife? I don't think so. It was pretty blurry. How about bad breath? I didn't get that close, thankfully. That's your first mistake. All science needs to be uh, based on observation. I, I do have to admit, it was just uh, me in the window. I was practicing for an upcoming version of Macbeth. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Mungbeth. Mungbeth. <laughs> it's a one-man show and a one-man audience. <laughs> oh, man. B.B. Woods. I mean, they got some big rocks in there. Uh, I've seen some weird things there. Um, I don't know. During the day, fine. Don't go there at night. What'd you Don't see? go there what, after What'd you dark. see, Sherry? What was it? <laughs> it was like a there whole... There were no ski masks involved. It was a whole team of goalies <laughs> practicing. Mine. Hello. I'm in a goal... I'm in a crease. Machetes. I'm in a, I'm in a net. I'm a, a mime goaltender with bad ideas. All right. All right. Back to beauty and one more trail. I can't resist the Ashamit Holly Wildlife Sanctuary. Mm. That's in East Falmouth, right past the fairgrounds on Ashamit Road. And there are several delights there. Uh, one is the Swallow Barn, which is a very curious container. Oh, I've been there. Yes, That I've can hold that. bajillions of swallows that yeah. can spook you out running by. But this isn't about getting scared by the birds. The birds, oh my God, the birds. No. This is about a rare and beautiful flowering tree that is so enchanting and so wonderful. Of course, we're talking about Franklinia. Franklinia. And I am guessing it's in bloom now. This is the epicenter of its bloom time and worth the trip there. It's not that long of a walk from the parking area. Franklinia, a very rare, rare tree. It's now cultivated. You can get it for your house and stuff. But all Franklinias descend from samples that were taken Are they from genetically modified? Georgia in October 1765. Of course, the 
daring duo botanist out of Philadelphia. You know him, John and William Bartram. Yeah. They go down there. They're oh, along yeah. this. I think it's the Alhambra River in Georgia in the 1760s. Imagine that was a pretty wild place back then. They see this one area, this few acres where this tree is blooming in profusion, and the blooms are so beautiful, sort of giant cream-colored petals and a lovely orange inside and they can be six inches across maybe even bigger they bloom in great profusion and it is a moment of deep discovery to walk down this little trail into this grove where this one frank linea tree stands at the asham and holly wildlife sanctuary and just behold the joy and to think all of the Franklinia trees in the world now are the result of one discovery in one small place in Georgia, lo, these many centuries ago, and it's there for our pleasure, thanks to the Audubon folks. Oh, Franklinia, Franklinia! Anyone else, Franklinia? Wow, that was poetic. Yeah, it's I, a I, wicked nice tree. I never that thought was, that could that sound awesome, so dirty. I, I love that. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. It's not dirty. It's a flower with stamens and pistils. Well, 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 the way you were oh, calling out the name. <laughs> Franklinia. Named after Benjamin Franklin. They loved Benjamin Franklin, uh, those Bartram boys. He was yep. a pretty cool guy. He got it done. All right, so we're done with the Franklinia, but we're not leaving the fairgrounds area. I hear hounds baying in the distance. I'm hearing a howl. I'm hearing a lot of yapping. It's the dog shows. Not one, but I think it's a couple. The dog shows are taking over the county fairgrounds. It's very exciting. The 2018 Cranberry Cluster of all breed dog shows bringing together various competitions over the days coming up. It's coming up very soon. It starts September 13th, which is, is that Thursday? I have no idea. And runs through Sunday and all sorts of puppies and dogs. And we're talking fancy dogs. They run around. They get judged for their poise. Uh, they have to answer how they'd like to change the world. Do they have they, the ugliest dog one there? I don't think so. Now, Mung, we've covered this a few times. Oh, yeah. This is as close as the Cape gets to, like, the Westminster Dog Show. Absolutely. Like, these are, like, hmm. pro dogs. They've been in the circuit for a while. They, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. The owners... They they go to town. There's all sorts of, you know, grooming, and there's these dogs are not the type that roll in a lot of dirt. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, 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 that's no fun. <laughs> they use the restroom. <laughs> that's how trained these dogs are. They carry their own dog bags to the trash can after they bag them up themselves. They're I, amazing dogs. I wish I could train my dog to do that. <laughs> I wish I could train my insert uh, relative, Uncle Ernie, to do that. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have an Uncle Ernie. Thank goodness. There'd be trouble. But, you know, I mean, I'm not a huge dog guy, but I have to say, I have never seen more beautiful dogs and kind of crazy, let's say, excited owners who are as <laughs> dolled up as the dogs, you mm -hmm. know, wearing suits and ties and fancy dresses and the grooming and and the brushing behind stage. Then you talk to people and some say, yeah, we flew in on a jet to come here from Texas. It's that fancy. And some of it's a warm-up for Westminster because some of these dogs do go on to greater glory in the dog show world. And they're also clean. <laughs> they smell good. Mm -hmm. We're talking dogs that smell good. Do they have breath mints? <laughs> no, oh, no wet they dog. They chew dog gum. Dolled up dogs. And it's uh, it's way more fun than you might think. And if you love dogs, 
this is the place Who to be. Love dogs? Coming up, I think it's a four-day competition starting September 13th, running through the weekend. It's five bucks to get in. And $2 for children under 12. That's not bad. They got food. They got everything. And the diving dogs are going to be there this time. You know those dogs that run off the end of a thing and jump into a pool? Ooh. The diving dogs. So are they're they gonna, professional are they divers? You've never seen the diving dogs, no. Sherry? You love dogs. I know. What, where have I been? What's... They like chase, do they chase a frisbee? What do they do? They, they, they jump off the end of this long runway and they go like 100 feet in the air. Do they have like... You know, diving board kinds of things. You know, like high dives. They wear those know. parasailing suits, so they they catch yeah. the webbing under their arms. They're like, ha ha! <laughs> they're like the Wrights, Orville and Wilbur. Rough dog, right? <laughs> rough, rough. So anyway, that is fun. And if you have a chance to go out there, I would say yes. Now, we have many in the audience who are looking for love. Probably all of us here at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the fact that some of us are married. Just kidding. It's a joke, Craig. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Just trying to drum up uh, some excitement for the Singles Mingle Speed Dating event coming up in Wellfleet this oh. week. That's very Speed exciting. Dating. Wednesday, September 12th from 6 to 7.30. So you have time to it's prepare. on a Wednesday? That's a good date night, Sherry. Wednesday is... I guess. Date night. <laughs> Wednesday, you're exhausted from the week and uh, dreading the week to come. And it's time to find love. Wednesday is when I, you know, want to start drinking during the work week. Well, <laughs> is it Friday yet? Start, start on Tuesday and then continue on Wednesday. This is at Wellfleet Preservation Hall, Main Street in Wellfleet. I was surprised to see this. I haven't seen speed dating around for a while. Uh, I covered a story once. It was called Eight Minute Dating, where people would sit down for eight minutes and tell oh, their life story. Eight minutes is so long. You end up eight sobbing minutes. by the end of it. Like, eight I can't minutes. believe it. I'm so <laughs> sad. Uh, but this is uh, free and open to all over the age of 45. That could get scary. So what kind of scene is that going to be, people? Hmm. Singles uh, from Falmouth to Provincetown are welcome. A scene that you and I would be at, Eric, right? Greg, you can't go. You're married. Yeah, you would be in trouble if you got outed yeah, at the right. Singles Mingle Speed Dating event. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. perhaps folks out there looking for love. And one thing I will say, and maybe you guys can back me up, is that finding love on Cape Cod is not easy. There's really not that many people. There's a lot of weird people like like There's me, like, like Mung. I mean, weirdos yeah, so that weird. sort of uh, don't get along with a lot of people. And I know when I first moved to the Cape, I had some trouble just sort of meeting people. Any advice out there uh, to the love lord? How do you meet someone on Cape Cod? App. An app. Yeah, you got to go on the app. Like which, a delicious uh, Cape, like buffalo which, wings or, or mozzarella sticks. Com? Which app? Cape which app? App? Yeah, like an app. Like, you mean like, like a dating app? Yeah, like a dating app, not an appetizer. Oh, well, forget it. <laughs> so really, I mean, like you'd go to bars. Are bars any good? They're not that good, right? I mean, there's some scary uh, bars. Imagine if you had to go to a bar and actually talk to somebody and Couldn't develop a relationship these days. That, that and not awful. just drink till you cried into your beer. <laughs> right. Be I mean, that's what I, I like to imagine. do. I'd rather go alone. You have to mingle, Greg. It's the singles mingle speed no, dating event. Well, no, I'd rather sit there and be alone. <laughs> oh. Well, Mung is upset that he can't go to this because I would break the record. You wouldn't need eight minutes. I'd be able to find a date in less than two seconds. Look at that. Here's Look. why. Because all I have to do is ask him one question. Do you eat a lot of heavy gravy? If they say yes, <laughs> then they're a right, good one to take home. If they say no, then you move on. <laughs> wow, it's the gravy question. That's right. It's binary. It's gravy yes, gravy no. And all the universe goes from that point on. Didn't you hear that gravy is the key to the heart? 
I, I, I saw you had it knitted on a pillow, but it didn't seem to make sense. Nothing. Knitted maybe, on a pillow? Or maybe key to the heart attack. <laughs> so, oh. all right. Uh, bring your gravy to the Singles Mingle speed dating event. Uh, that is bizarro. I will never look at gravy the same again. I, I don't really like gravy, and now I'm scared of gravy because it's a uh, fluid. <laughs> You guys gave me a hard time about the fireflies. <laughs> I mean, that's, now it's the dirty gravy talk. That's gruesome. That is oh, so dirty gravy. My band's name in high school. That's ugly. Dirty <laughs> gravy. Oh no. Okay. Speaking of something unusual, and we got to really get out of here. This is ridiculous. You guys are dragging me into an abyss of strangeness. It may be fun, <laughs> but I feel funny. <laughs> All right. How about this? In the unusual department. Use a giant steamroller to make art. How would you like that, Greg? You yeah. like steamrollers? That would be fun. Truro Center for the Arts at Castle Hill will host their third annual steamroller printmaking extravaganza. Oh, that sounds like fun. Using the kind of steamroller that does road work that to instead awesome. work as a press for making a print. Artists can ink a block, position paper, and let the steamroller do the rest. Carving and printing can be done on site, and there'll be vegetable carving for printmaking for youngsters. That's 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Saturday. Vegetable carving. Oh, yeah. Edgewood Farm, 3 Edgewood Way in Truro. It's free. You can find out more at castlehill.org. A I just giant, want to drive the steamroller. That's insane, right? I've never heard of that. I must have missed the first two, but man, I'm a steamroller baby. And I'm going to roll all over you. Looking at you, Greg. <laughs> I wonder if there's a lot of splat that comes out of it. You know, because steamrollers are heavy. They get down. Do you, you know, mean art, art gravy? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Uh, that's art, art gravy? Art, art ooze. <laughs> so that sounds like the most unusual event in the upcoming weekend. It sounds like there's a lot of splendor on Cape Cod. And we cannot stress enough when you see three mid-70s days coming in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday... This is the time to celebrate Cape Cod, to be glad you're here, and to offer your hand in friendship to someone you don't know. Greg, I'm looking at you. Do I have to do that? Yes, you have to reach out a hand and say, hi, I'm Greg. You may know me from such podcasts as the Cape Cod Fun Show. <laughs> and they'll say, huh? What? And then you say, come on, let's, let's walk a while. Let uh. me let you listen. <laughs> All right, that doesn't sound uh, that too sounds, promising. No, that sounds awful. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. I want to thank Kevin McLeod for all the great music we hear here. His website, incompetech.com. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you, Mung. Anytime. And thank you, Greg. My pleasure. My name is Eric Williams. We will see you here next week on the Cape Cod Fun Show. Till then. See ya. Gravy in moderation, people. Gravy in moderation. <laughs> Pass the gravy. It's warm. Oh, Greg, it's so luscious. <laughs>